3: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP on this Convince Kelsey Wednesday Valentine's Day edition of the afternoon show. And joining us right now is a guy who's obviously called his entire career and can fully put into perspective what Jason Kelsey has meant to this franchise. And that is Merrill Reese. What's happening, Merrill?
0: Hey, everything's good. Uncle
2: Merrill? How's the like, off, How's the offseason been for you?
0: It's been uh, it's been good. I mean, I enjoyed the Super Bowl, I enjoyed the playoffs. Of course, it's it's not as good as if I had still been involved, but uh, <laughs> it's still I thought there were a lot of interesting football games that I've enjoyed them.
2: You know, I know we played against coach last year, Andy, out there in the Super Bowl, but I, I wonder, you know, I'm a former player of his, so I I'm a root for him uh just from being that former player of him. Of his, but you got to call his games for 14 years here, man. You saw him from the beginning. You saw him to the last game that he coached here to where he's at right now. Um, just your thoughts on what Andy has become. We always knew he was a great coach, but what he's even doing, even more out there in Kansas City. Just your thoughts on coach.
0: Well, he is an elite coach. Uh, he's a great person. Anybody who worked with Andy, uh, either as a player or as a broadcaster, knew what a great person he was. He's a guy who is very, very bright. He's cunning. He is a great schemer. He's a great handler of players. He will go down as one of the top four or five coaches of all time. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and, and I mean, the run he's on is absolutely ridiculous. I guess before we get to Kelsey real quick, last thing on the Super Bowl, you've seen, obviously, all the great quarterbacks throughout your time. I mean, where
0: does Patrick Mahomes rank for you? You know, when all is said and done, Jack, he could be the GOAT if if he continues if he wins another few more a, a few more super bowls he could be what we now describe tom brady as being because uh along with the records he's more physically talented than brady mhm
3: yeah, I mean it's that he's got a great coach, great system, great tight end. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous, and he's just he's got the uh, the the it factor late in
0: games that that you don't often see. All he right. does, but I also just want to point out that I think with Kellen Moore here next year, I'm very optimistic that he can do a lot of good things with Jalen Hurts. I still think Jalen Hurts is a great talent, and I think you're going to see that come out very much so next year. Well, the the biggest
3: question off of that is who's going to be snapping him the ball. We're trying to convince Jason Kelsey to, to come back today. From your perspective, how big of a loss would, would Jason be, not only for,
0: the, for on the field, but off the field as well? See, I have to be perfectly honest with you. He's the best center in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. No question about that. He's one of the great people that has ever been associated with this organization. But I don't consider Jay, uh, Jason Kelsey just the guy that I cover, just the guy whose games I broadcast. I've come over the number, last number of years to, to become a friend of Jason Kelly. We, uh, Kelsey, we've got Kelsey. We've golfed together. We've spent time together. Jason Kelsey is a very special individual to me, and I honestly hope that he retires. I honestly hope that he retires because I think there's only so much pounding you can take without causing later problems he's been pounded a lot you know what he goes through just to get ready for every single game and you know how many times he leaves a game and you think well he's out of this game and then after halftime he leads the team back onto the field he has taken a beating over these past thirteen years and i think for his own health and well-being in the future i think it's time for him to retire and i say that with with all of my heart because I care so much about Jason Kelsey, the person.
2: Yeah, several pause moments there with the pounding there for uh, Jason Kelsey there. Uh, but what would you say, Uncle Murrow,
1: if
0: he wanted to continue to play? Well, he's probably he's probably going to be very, very torn because even if he's thinking of retiring now and even if he doesn't pay much attention to the OTAs, when you get into June and July and he can sniff football coming it's going to be very tough to pull away from. It's, it's something that is in his heart and in his soul, and he, he loves it. He has a great passion for the game. But I think, I think the sensible thing for him to do as a person and for his wife and for his children is to say enough is enough. Hmm. Merrill, I'm curious.
3: You, know, you mentioned all the time you spent with him and, and obviously you know, became friends with Jason Kelsey. Do you have a personal favorite uh, Jason Kelsey story for us?
0: Well, just, just the, the things that you see, but the things that, that Jason Kelsey is all about is, is the way he cares about his teammates, the way he cares about his friends, the way he cares about his family. He's just he's just a really special person. I don't know anybody who's spent any time with Jason Kelsey who doesn't feel his warmth and his sense of humor. He's a very, very funny guy. He's an inspirational guy. I know we think a lot about the member of the mummer's Costume and And the whole Super Bowl parade that oh, will yeah. forever live in our memories, but just the Jason Kelsey up close and personal is just a fun guy to be around. If you have a group of friends and you you say these are the greatest guys, Kelsey would be in that group of guys that you just feel good about being and spending time with
3: uh Merrill, I'm curious you know next year you know it's it, it seems like kind of hopes are down a little bit. Heading into the year, do you view next year as a, as a Super Bowl season for the Eagles?
0: It's tough to see they, the way they finished and automatically just say, well, next year they'll get back to the Super Bowl. There's a lot that has to be done. I mean, I don't think any of us going in view 2017 as a Super Bowl year for the Eagles. And yet, and certainly when Carson Wentz went down, any of us who had Super Bowl help, hopes thought they went out the window. Even if you like Nick Foles, you thought Carson Wentz was the guy who was the biggest factor in them getting to that point in Los Angeles when they captured the NFC East. But I do believe that this is going to be a better team. Uh, they may not get off to a 10-1 and start, but ultimately I think it's going to be a better team. I think the the two new coordinators give me a lot of hope. I I love what Kellen Moore will bring, and I think Vince Vic Fangio is a – is one of the acknowledged best defensive minds in the National Football League, and Vic has been that way for a long time. So I'm optimistic. I don't use the word Super Bowl right now. I think about this team improving, and we'll see as the season goes on how competitive they are. I certainly think they're going to be a lot better than they were at the last half of this season.
2: Yeah, moving forward, Coach Sirianni, Right. You know, there were there was a two or three week period there where he was really in the eye of the storm for everyone, uh, whether they wanted him here or didn't want him here anymore. Uh, they they got two new coordinators coming in, almost an entire new coaching staff on both sides of the football. Uh, what, what, what do you think about Coach Sirianni's role uh, this year where he sort of gets back to being? sort of the overseer and the guy who has his hands in a little bit of everything with the team versus what it may have been this past year. Do you think that's going to be a stronger sort of role for him that he'll thrive in this year?
0: Well, I think he will, and I think that uh, he will not be as totally involved in the offense as he was last year. I think that I think there's going to be a great deal of autonomy for Kellen Moore to put in his offense. Last year, it was primarily Nick Sirianni's offense, uh, being orchestrated to a point by Brian Johnson. But I think that Nick will certainly have input, but not nearly as much input in the offense as he did in the previous year. Uh, I do think he'll be overseeing the entire operation. I think he communicates well in the locker room. I think he makes a lot of good decisions. He's an aggressive coach. Uh, he doesn't overdo the, uh, the analytics. He, he accepts them as a factor. I think he's a, a very, very solid guy to lead the program, but I think that the actual schemes will be in the hands of, of both Moore and Fangio. All right, Merrill,
3: uh, last one for me for you. Are, you. are you excited for Brazil? I mean, that's, that's a big trip down there.
0: I am. I, listen, when, when you're talking about uh, going to another country like that, it's a lot of fun. It's a long flight, but it's a lot of fun. You know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about it's the opening game of the season. I wouldn't be quite as excited if it was crunched in the middle of a season and maybe you're coming off a road trip and you don't have that much time to recover and then you're getting right back to business. Don't forget, this comes after a two-week bye because the preseason doesn't end with a game and then the game the next week. It ends with a game and then two weeks between the final preseason game and the start of the regular season. So everybody should be rested for that, geared up for that, and I look forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a great trip back if they win. Of course, we don't even know who they're playing.
3: No, we don't. We don't. But it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to hear you guys down there, and uh, obviously we can't wait for, for week one. Merrill, thank you so much for your time today.
0: Thanks, Jack, and thanks, Mike. Good to speak with you guys. All right, Donk. Talk to you later. Hit them straight. You bet.
3: <laughs> All right. Have a good rest of your Valentine's Day, Merrill. There he goes, the great Merrill Reese. Yes. A lot of, I mean, you had to call, you know, your where show, a show kind of built on pauses. Had to make sure that.
2: Well, yeah, it was a lot of pounding there, man. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, it was, I couldn't take it. Pause. Yeah, it just, 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 just a lot there,
3: man. <laughs> the audience was thinking. <laughs> the audience was They were certainly it. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, so get back in, 215 9494 on where you're at. On this Jason Kelsey day, convince Kelsey, or is it time to let him go? And, and like we brought this up in the in the first segment, and I feel like I'm, I, it's time to lay it out. <laughs> the Eagles Mount Rushmore um, of of where you know where Jason Kelsey is. I think Jason Kelsey is on the Eagles Mount Rushmore. I'm not saying he's best player in franchise history, but when you're thinking of pure Eagles faces of the franchise, mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey belongs on there. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm putting Chuck Bednarik on there. Mm-hmm. Because because when you think of, you know, for a majority of the time growing up, number well, sixty, the the, the last the, the, the iconic shot. I mean Chuck the 60 championship. Yeah, him wearing number sixty, the, the famous shot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Playing both sides of the ball. Okay.
2: Okay.
3: I got it. <laughs> Chuck Vitneric.
2: Yeah, he's been replaced by a center. You just heard Merrill say he's the greatest center to ever
3: play for the Eagle. I know. I know. We can have two centers.
2: Nah. We can't have two centers on a damn no. No, we no, are.
3: No. Are we not a trenches city?
2: I am not putting two centers on Mount Rushmore.
3: Well, he's also a linebacker. Okay, he's also a linebacker. Uh, Brian Dawkins. Yep. So those are my first three, and to round out my Eagles Mount Rushmore, I am putting Nick Foles. Oh, stop it! Nick Foles is is my final answer stop for it, the man. Eagles Mount Rushmore. How do you not
2: have Reggie White on the because park? I don't
3: think i, I he's two split between the Eagles and the Packers. One no, is you- Super Bowl in the Packers. <laughs> Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Listen,
2: you and your lack of respect for what you didn't get
3: to necessarily see. I put Ben Eric on there.
2: Well, yeah, which is, I don't even understand how you put him on
3: there over Reggie White. World champion. On the Eagles,
2: yeah, I understand that. But then you should have two separate categories. Well, I, it's not I give me a Mount Rushmore before the seventies, well, and we can put Tommy McDonald on there. You know, we can put all those guys on the on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah, and yeah. I need a more modern Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I need Doc. I need Reggie. I need uh, I'll go Kelsey because I'll take Kelsey over Chuck Benner. You think Ch- who? Do you think is more deserving to be on the Mount Rushmore between Chuck Benner and Jason Kelsey?
3: Uh, I would say Jason Kelsey. Okay, so then Chuck goes. Okay, and then who are you rounding out with?
2: I'll I, give me time to figure that out.
3: Okay, so you're three of the four on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, because I
2: got a couple of people I could put there.
3: It's tough. That yeah, last spot's Yeah, I tough. mean that
2: last spot is tough. Used to be Andy, but now he's won three Super Bowls in Kansas
3: City. He's not even an Eagle anymore. <laughs> I was gonna put Merrill on there. I was gonna I was gonna put Merrill on Mount Rushmore, you know, and maybe Howie. It's, it's, it's... You could go Doug. No, not at all. Yeah, well, he won the first Super Bowl here. Foles won the Super Bowl, too. It's okay, okay. So, wait, you can put Foles, but not Doug? I, I, I don't think a uh, uh, iconic oh, moment come with on, Foles.
2: man. Doug is more responsible than Nick. Stop it. What are you talking about? That run, Those games were ridiculous. Yes. Listen, I love Nicky Six. He wasn't more important than Doug Peterson, though. Foles is the one. On the field. So, Foles is the one that represents – Kelsey represents the Super Bowl, doesn't he? Not more than
3: Foles. I think Kelsey's speech does. And Kelsey Kelsey deserves to be a part of it and also at the end of everything. I just – when you think of of faces of the franchise, I put Foles on
2: that. So, I go eras. Who's the face of this era of Eagles football? It's not Nick Foles. Jason Kelsey. Exactly. It's not Nick Foles. As much as we love Foles for what he did, he's not the face of an era of football for the Eagles.
3: But he is the face of the – Of
2: a game. Yes. Yes, I got it. That doesn't supersede somebody who was the who carried the damn franchise for a decade
3: plus. Donovan?
2: I, he certainly is more deserving than Nick Foles, but I don't even want to go down that road because this is supposed to be a feel-good thing. I don't need everybody to be all upset because I chose five. But – even I would give Dalk the the face of that era mm-hmm. of football, so I'm I'm, I'm taking Dulk yes for that face over Donovan. So I'm giving Doc the era, uh, the face of the era, and then you got to give Reggie, the face of that era of Eagles football. That you can't be a lover of Kelly Green and all this other stuff, and you don't want the guy who's the face of that era of
3: football. Might have Seth. <laughs> don't believe me. <laughs> might, might have might have Seth. Might might have Buddy. I don't know who I go. Is I'm Buddy going. the bigger face of that so, or is so, it so, so
2: here's where I may have backed myself into a corner with the Chuck Bennerick thing. Because would he be,
3: he obviously is the face
2: of that era He goes, he's the Eagles face of, football. I think he's
3: the face of 60 to 90.
2: Him or Tommy McDonald?
3: Oh, Big Narrick.
2: I know, I know. Listen, I know, listen I know, to know. you, okay. old Big Narek, Yes. Yeah, obviously. <laughs>
3: Big Chuck guy. Yeah, yeah. Big Concrete Charlie concrete guy. Concrete <laughs> Charlie guy. Yeah. What was Tommy McDonald's nickname? <laughs> I don't know. Does he have the iconic shot of a Frank Gifford? <laughs> Tommy and me. Yeah, he's got the play. That was a, a more modern play, but I think you're you're caught up on on resumes here.
2: Um, yes, if I'm giving somebody the 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 face of an era of football, listen, I may have to relent on Chuck. I might have to because he does. He represents the face of an era of football. Most people's '70s era of football, right? That's for Mill. I can't put him
3: on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I mean Bill Berge.
2: Bill Berge. He's not. I mean, he came here from the Bengals, so yeah. he's
3: not really a. I mean, I love, I love Bergie, but I'm sad he did come from another team. Oh, but Reggie White left here to go to the Packers. And he's but on he was that... here first. <laughs> okay. Well, technically he was in the CFL first, wasn't he? USFL. USFL, yes. right. Not, not, not Memphis Showboats. Not the Canadian Football League. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, well, since Kelsey did, it's fair to throw out a little Mount Rushmore. I'm still, I'm I'm curious right. who your four is going to be.
2: I, like I said, I may have backed myself into a corner. I mean, I have a choice, but concrete, Charlie. I did all that yelling. <laughs> Then I realized, like, hold on. Yeah. Who would be the face of the 70s? Well, it wasn't a great era. Harold Carmichael. What about the guy? What about the. Harold Carmichael. Sure.
3: I think he's a part of it.
2: His jersey number should be retired, too, by the
3: way. I know. I say it every year. How about the face of the guy from the 70s? The guy with the the foot without the toes. What was his name? Didn't they have a kicker that didn't have, like. Oh,
2: no. That wasn't the Eagles, though. That was Dempsey. Tom Dempsey. I think he was an Eagles kicker at one point, Saints
3: kicker. He was a Saints kicker too, but I'm pretty sure he was. Was he the- with the Eagles? I think he was with the Eagles, but okay. I could 100% be wrong on that. And okay. most likely in. two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four 94 94. Is Jason Kelsey on your Eagles Mount Rushmore? Tom Dempsey kicked for the Eagles for four seasons. Bang. Oh,
2: look at that. Jack got
3: it. Yeah. And that's when they had the different, uh, the, the white helmets, the white Kelly Green
2: helmets. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. I think I would go Kelsey on my Mount Rushmore.
3: Yeah. Kelsey's a Mount Rushmore Eagle. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I know the Super Bowl Mummers thing happened and that but it's also everything that's happened the last couple of years.
2: Oh yes it's a again, he's the face of an era of Eagles football. Correct. Guy's been here what?
3: Fourteen years? Fourteen years. It's insane. Omar's
1: in Delaware. What's happening, Omar? Gentlemen, good afternoon. How are you? What's up, O? I'm going to have to split camps with you today, man. I don't usually do that, but I got to leave you. We got to let Kelsey and the guys go, man. Why? They were good soldiers. They're warriors. We got to send them out on the shield and reload, man, with some young guys, man. Totally agree. uh,
2: Okay, so so when you do that, you know you're basically saying you're not trying to win next year. You're not trying to win the
1: Super Bowl next year. That's not true. Kansas City did it. We're not Kansas City. We're not Kansas City. We're not Kansas Kansas City.
2: We're not Kansas City. We don't have Andy Reid. We don't have Steve Spagnuolo. And we don't have Patrick Mahomes.
1: Okay, so I'm in agreement with you on that. But at some point... We have got to go ahead and get some young guys. Sure, and we drafted this center. We drafted a center listen, already. Listen, Harkins is playing out of position right now. Omar,
2: all I'm telling you is, is the expectations get lowered.
1: That's all I'm telling yeah. you. They get lowered. The Eagles never have lower expectations. Well, we well, if you're not Super Bowl every year, okay. First so training camp, we're gonna win the Super Bowl.
2: Nah, I'm talking about realistic expectations.
1: <laughs> Man, listen, I I love those guys. BG, Fletch, We actually kept them, in my opinion, my humble opinion, as a as a 40 year fan. Mm-hmm. We kept them a year too long. You saw what happened at the. Kelsey was first team All man. Pro. Yeah, I know, man. But you and Flutz had one and, 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 and
2: let's be honest, Omar. What what, what what is what are you so anxious to see about with Cam Jurgens? Man, I'm, it's
1: not Cam Juergens. We just need the money. We need the money to fill all these other positions. You know, we kept Kelsey, and we lost both our guards last year. See, people forget about that. No, we, we did. Our center, we, we lost one, one guard, guard last year. We lost, Sa- we lost Isaac We lost Isaac
2: Samalu. We lost one guard. We,
1: we kept uh, we kept BG. We kept Fletcher, and mm-hmm. we lost the whole middle of the field, both safeties yep. and linebackers. And we could have signed the whole middle of the field for the money that we gave BG and Fletch. and we could have signed the, the um, tackles for the money that we gave to um, Kelsey. And the only reason I'm saying this, and listen, I love those guys. I'm a lifelong Eagles fan. We saw this happen with Billy King and the Sixers. When we went to the title, he rewarded all those guys with new contracts, and you saw what happened. We're still 20 years later trying to recover from that.
3: Trying to recover from '01? one
1: Think about Billy King gave everybody. uh, Come on, Omar. We're
2: not trying to to recover from '01. one we're not I'm trying to recover. So we're trying to recover from the process. That's what we're recovering from. It has nothing. We
1: recover from Billy King sending all. No, the we're money not. No, we're, we're, we're no, we're not. All right,
3: Omar, give me something see, that you love. See,
2: yeah, now you want to move on from him because you yeah, have now nah, credibility. I mean, he was,
3: was, making sense. He's He's was making was making a lot of now. sense. We took a big forward. step back. We got a big step back, Omar. Trying to get you back on track here. What right, is something that you love? I'm going
1: like this because Ike and I we have similar similar experience with this. A good steak dinner. Followed by a really good cigar. And uh, you might not remember, but we shared a few cigars in the Cadillac Club in those Billy King days. Yes, sir. The- yes, sir.
3: And I- we're still paying for it today, Omar.
1: So, when- <laughs> for Wednesday, I uh, think so you told me about the For or something back in those days. Okay.
2: Uh,
3: yes, sir. I appreciate it, Omar.
2: Yes, I- I- I've had a cigar or two down in the old Cadillac Grill day down at the... Uh- I think it was still called the Wells Fargo
3: Center. No, it hasn't was the yeah. over Back in want, the Billy King days, was, yeah, that's how union. far back we're going. Yeah, first Union Center. I mean, how <laughs> have the Sixers recovered post giving guys contracts after 0-1? The, yeah, now we can't put that on BK. No, <laughs> come on, BK can't be the Colangelo's we, had power here. We're still blaming right. Billy King. Yes. They can't still be catching strays. You no. know, it, it's a lot like the Phillies. I mean, the Phillies after you know giving the contract to Rollins and Utley, and,
2: blame Ruben. Yeah, yeah until yeah, they yeah.
3: made the World Series. Yeah, it's all it's all his
2: fault. Listen. I'm just telling everybody, we don't want to pay Hassan Reddick. We want to trade him. We want to let Jason Kelsey go. I just don't understand how we plan on winning next year. I guess Howie's going to hit on every draft pick that he drafts, right? Or we're going to go spend a bunch of money in free agency. Is that what we're doing? Okay, I, listen, when that happens, I'm excited. When we sign some top-notch free agents, all right, let's go. And but but people telling me they can't wait. They they we need to move on from Jason Kelsey so that Cam Jurgens so we can see what Cam Jurgens has. We're talking about a Hall of Fame center who just finished coming off a first team All Pro year. You're worried about seeing what Cam Jurgens has to do has to offer.
3: Well, I mean it's it, it's also about the future of the team. And I know next year matters to, to some people, but for me, I'm I'm more focused on the future than just next year. I need to see where this thing is going. Who is the next Jason Kelsey? Can we, do we have the next Jason Kelsey? Do we gotta draft someone? So it's not all about just just next year for me. 215592 And that's
2: flawed thinking.
3: Why is it flawed thinking?
2: Because you don't waste a season in the NFL. You don't waste a season. There's no guarantee. What you're going what, what what's guaranteed to you in 2025? What? Except that you're gonna have a
3: season. Does that mean you're going to get to the Super Bowl and win it? No, but it's about – it's like Jason Kelsey's coming back for a year.
2: Jason Kelsey is one player. It's the idea of moving on from good football players. Don't focus in on Jason Kelsey. It's it's, it's the idea you guys want to get rid of Hassan Reddick. You want to get rid of A.J. Brown. Like, I'm trying to figure out how you're trying to win next year. You can't tell me you can win next year. You've already said you don't care about winning next year. I don't understand. Most Eagles fans shouldn't be thinking this way. The Eagles shouldn't be thinking this way. That next year doesn't matter. Omar just tried to convince me we're going to win with anybody out there. Get rid of, get rid of everybody else. All the high price players. We'll let Howie figure it out. We'll win next year.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, no, nah, that's silly. It's 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 it would be hard to do. It'd be hard to win next year. That's silly. It'd be hard to win next year. But but. It's like there. It has to be a next core here as well. It can't always be band aid. Next core.
2: What? What core have you won with? What core?
3: Give me the core. You're giving It's the same core that's been here since 2009, 10. I mean, it's been those that's guys. Four players. I know, but they, they— no,
2: they've switched over players every year. That's the point that I'm making. They don't have this core of guys that we've won with. You're talking about four guys that have been here since Andy Reid. Yes. Yeah, that's not, that's not what they won. Those guys have been a part of the winning. They won because they went out and added talent at much-needed positions when they won the Super Bowl and when they got to the Super Bowl last year. They didn't rely on Jason Kelsey and uh, Fletcher Cox to get to the Super Bowl. They went out and added players.
3: They did add players. I know
2: that. Yeah, so th- that's what I'm saying this year. They didn't take away by losing good players.
3: But but I, I
2: the only players I'm arguing for is Jason Kelsey and Hassan Reddick. One guy's a first team All Pro. The other guy's the best defensive player we have on the team. Those are the two players that I'm arguing to keep here to give you a better chance to win next year.
3: Yes, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get <sighs> in. A lot on the table. It's a hot and contested Jason Kelsey uh, convinced to come back day here on WIP. Where do you come down on that? Plus, uh, give us something you love for a a Hooters gift card. On the other side as well, in addition to your phone calls, pitchers and catchers have reported. What did Zach Wheeler say today about his contract? What is the latest on their pursuit of free agents? And I believe I have the perfect mantra for the 2024 Phillies. All that coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94.